Welcome. Still rolling. Hello and welcome to the Worst Idea of All Time, episode 46, with myself, Tim Bat. And me, Guy Montgomery, and this week we're joined by not one, but two guests. Uh, we've got Di Hemwood. Thank you very much. G'day. And we've also got Josh Thompson. Hey, guys. Uh, two of the funniest people in New Zealand, for my money, after me and Guy. Yeah, a close, a oh, close third nice. and fourth. Nice, yeah. This is going to be so hard to coordinate us both talking into one microphone, guy. So let's just smash our heads together. This is weird. I feel like if you've got nits, I've got nits now. Yeah, but having watched this movie with you, you guys are on the same page now. Very much You're so. one mind. I You're one him. mind and four eyes. If he's got nits, I want him. And if I've got nits, he should get him. So we remain on the same level. It's about teamwork. It's about cooperation, communication. Um, Josh Thompson, can we start with you? Uh... What would you think of the movie, bruh? I didn't like it, but I, it's an awful... I, I tell you what, I liked it, but um, I, it's an awful movie. It's it's really weird. Like I, At the end, I was just going, why... What's going on? It's just people doing things, and I don't know what's going on. Okay, that's not the best explanation. No, that's kind of a good explanation, <laughs> because you're, you're heading on to... Listen, I've got a very important priority here, and that's that okay. I don't want to colour your opinion of the movie by the one that I've built up over watching it for 46 times, because it's an unreasonable uh, and thing to do with a movie. You're both to be commended for watching this 46 times. It I appreciate you saying that. I awful. can't possibly agree. You, but You could have spent that time doing something else, but... You hey, mentioned before... It 46 times. Hey, well, look, isn't it, it Tiger Woods who says you have to do 10,000 hours of something... And That's the guy who wrote Blink. Yeah, Malcolm, Blink, Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he said 10. Tiger Woods did 10. <laughs> <laughs> They're visually very different people, but they have the same philosophy. Um, the, so think, you'll be 46 hours into becoming a professional golfer. Josh reckoned we could have built a house by now. I reckon he could have built a house, yeah. No, I saw, I, I was next to a McDonald's in Japan that got built in 48 hours. Really? Oh, how did they thought, do that? Yeah. Oh, no, they're just the coordination. Much like the stunts in this movie. Oh, please tell me more about the stunts. a bit too stunts, perfect. Well, I, I, um, Josh has given his um, heartfelt thought. Uh, <laughs> look at this movie. From the heart. I, I enjoyed it. I must say anything. What I found intriguing was starting with the moose scene, right? Run me through it, Di. No, there's, a, a deer, there's a moose or a deer. It's a deer. Well, yeah, deer. It's, it's a skin. A deer is a skinny moose, isn't it? Basically. It's quite big. That might have been yeah. an elk. Yeah, you got an elk. You got a massive deer in the room. Mm. It wasn't an elk. You can tell by the horns. Those it are, looks those, like an elk. No, to no me. elks have those. They have like wide brim sort of horns. Oh, that's you think of a moose. Sort of you think of a moose there. Well, what does an elk look like? It looks like the thing that's at the start of the movie. Yeah. Bro. Well, well, a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, be, a moose has feltier horns. They say it's a deer. They they consistently refer to the animal on screen as a deer. Okay. It's you've got to go on about it being an elk and a moose then. Sorry, carry on. It's a deer. Yeah. So Sorry, we're talking about the deer. <laughs> so the deer's in, the deer's deer in the room. We, we you've got no build up. You've got nowhere to go, right? So first of all, <laughs> you'd know the deer was in it. She'd smell the deer. So in real life, you'd smell a deer. No, in room. I'm going to challenge you on that point, brother, because when you're asleep, your sense of smell switches off. 
your olfactory functions are rendered moot no, but when you're the, asleep. Okay, that's maybe in the, yeah. in, the, in the deep of a sleep, huh. but in the morning when you're still you're on the fringe of waking up anyway, you know, like there's, there's often there's bleed in between the end of your dream and the beginning of the day. If you have a little a deer snuffling around your snacks next to your bed that Adam Sandler keeps there, or so, no, I'm going to stop you there, guys. Yeah. The Selma Hayek is out cold. We know this. She keeps trying to get back to sleep. She she keeps telling Lenny, "Let me sleep." She's gone, bro. Well, if you're out cold, you're not saying let me sleep. She's Selma Hayek in this movie is your scented candle type. She'd, <laughs> I could see she smelled good. Like what she are you smells good. About? She That's, smells good. Her room smells good. Are you talking about so the you'd verb notice or the adjective? A, you'd notice that like, what? A, what's, well, which like she thought? smells good herself, or she sniffs other things no, that are good. She smells good. Oh, she, okay, right. Her room smells oh. good. Right. Um, she wears a lot of breathable fabrics in this, and so she <laughs> smells good. Right, that yoga mat would be a thing of beauty, like an Akoya candle. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> you, you <laughs> spent some time in Japan, haven't so, you, brother? So all, I'm, machines. all I'm saying oh, is oui. that with a deer in the room, yes, you'd smell a deer, and you've started because it would upset the very special fragrance that she has going on in the room at all other times. Gotcha. Mm. Exactly, you don't know where that deer's been, but it's got it's mat. The movie has massive gags. That are some yay or nay funny, but they're so over the top. You've got to laugh at what they're trying to achieve. So, like, give me an example. Give me two. What were your top two over the top gags that may not have been that like over the top gags? But oh no, well, one, they were that, one that but, worked. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I wasn't a fan of the stone bus driver. Nick Swartzen. Yeah, Nick Swartzen, slightly overplayed. Yet, when the bloody inflatable raft pops out in yeah, the bro. Kmart, it's yeah, it's, it's a huge stunt. Massive stunt. And then huge when the guy gag. in the fight flies over the roof. When Shaq throws him. Yeah, when Shaq <laughs> throws him over the roof. They're these huge stunts. And even, even the changeable table. Oh it's yeah, it's a lot of effort. We haven't really talked about it's the change of time. Tale. Trying to work out the physics of it, Josh. You, you were laughing sort of at, at various different moments in the movie with yes. real mirth and yeah, joy. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you walk us through what was going on there? Oh, uh, I I mean, there were some funny bits. I can't remember what they were, um, but there were some <laughs> there were some funny bits. There were some funny bits. I really really laughed hard at those. But I really laughed hard at the bits that probably didn't work, and um, uh, yeah, and I think I think I just enjoyed them because. I kind of imagine being on set and and the guy going, guy goes, oh, so hang on, so he does, he finishes his line, turns at me, and then I go, wah, is that right? And you want me to just get a bit higher, wah, and really hold it. 
Okay, cool. I think I'm good now. Let's go again. Sorry, team. Sorry, it's taken me a while during the day, but I think I've got it. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Make it a good one. And the Make funny thing is about your observation is that that random dude you're talking about yeah. is an SNL alumni, apparently, Tim Meadows, who's like legendarily funny. I know. And like, that's him. That's him he in the nailed, movie. He nailed the first what? Yeah. And they could have reused that first what? But it got, it got a bit... Weird. Hey, can I just jump back to hashtag deer detail? Grab it, yeah, bro. I'd to go. The bra on the deer's um, antlers. We are in the it's, first minute and a half of the movie, no, by the way. No, but it is still there Yes, maybe 13 yeah. hours later at the party. That's so we know yeah. it's the same deer and not a different one, uh, <laughs> just in case. But in was, case. was that when they first tried to introduce sexiness in? Because I was thinking, why do they put a bra on? Okay. A lacy okay. bra. It is a raunchy bra. It's a, a pink see-through bra. Yeah, it's not like some wacky jocks. The or, movie has yeah. got a confused sexual tone Very to sexual. it. Because the movie, ostensibly, is a family comedy. But It's too much. It's too much to have a woman like that. Swinging their boobs around, man. It is too intense. I'm sweating. It's a lot now. of skin. And it's a lot of skin. If I was movie. a few years younger, I'd be sweating then. I'd well, that, be... that's something we kind of posited during the watch uh, between us. If you're a young lad about 19, 11, discovering your own anatomy, and you've gone to this movie with your parents, as I'm sure this it happened. That's great. This would well, be the one that you in the in the in the store. You're like, can we? Oh, hey. Can we can we buy this video so we can all hang out and watch? Do you watch really that one? are you asking your parents for that kind of material not, though? Not these days. I don't want. Not, <laughs> that's not, fair. Yeah. How old are you now, Josh? Oh, I'm older now. I'm mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had an awesome situation <laughs> where my dad was in a um, film where a woman took a top off and had her boobs out. All right. So all right. we had legitimately had the VAG. <laughs> That, but then you're running that fine line of being yeah, yeah, all chubbed yeah. up with your dad. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Has that led to any interesting kind of uh, maybe sexual? No, luckily he he dog. was in the film. Then uh, he was out of the film. They're he not in the same place at the same time. Back, so never at the same time. But there was very sexual. But also the policeman cleaning each other's nipples. Where yeah, you know yeah. the police partner goes, "Can I get in on that?" I'm I'm going to allow that one on the basis of if you're a kid and you kind of don't get. What nipples do It's sort of like Oh it's silly You yeah. know what I mean It works on a silly level yeah, yeah. But the oh, no, yoga I, stuff We're not saying that Like these The other things we're not, I'm not, we're not having a go At like these specific people Saying they're not funny like, I just assume That they all turn out to work And they have to do the script And they don't have a choice In the matter Because they're getting Paid money for it <laughs> To sell stuff at Kmart And they're going to have to do Whatever the hell it says That's what I find really funny Now this has got to have Garnered quite a lot of Sponsorship Dollars. Okay, this is what I'm interested in because very early on in the podcast we we were talking about the accounting practices and the money and that sort of thing. So th- this movie had a budget of eighty million dollars and it grossed two thirty. But I don't know. I think that might just be box office. Who knows how much? And I'm saying you've got the, the, made. all the phones are Nokia no, windows. No, are they Sony? It's Sony Ericsson. It's, it's a Sony Pictures film. So there's there's Sony Ericsson. Yeah, two brands that no longer exist. Kevin James is filming the ballet recital with the Sony uh, Handycam. Yeah, why has he got a Handycam, eh? Well, yeah, oh, his, his, his children aren't actually in the ballet recital, so it is a little bit weird. Really? Yeah, and also, you both are making noises, and it's true, because that ballet teacher is yes. strutting her stuff on stage. And there's a lot of younger women around, so very awkward. 
Not younger uh, women, tiny girls. Yeah, they're well, like 60 years old. That's bad. What, they, what are they uh, trying to achieve? Because, yeah, you know, when you go out as a director for any sh- scene, you're trying to achieve an emotion from the yeah. person watching it. What are they trying to... Get like, turned on. Guilty arousal, I think. Screwball, there's eight-year-olds in the shot. Um, yeah. Guilty now, arousal could be a good name for this film, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I want to um, catch this next bit because uh, we, we've got something we love to do with our guests. And, Guy, do you want to explain it to them? Oh, uh, yeah. So, more or less, we'll, we'll do a little role play. Uh, we're in, we are the executive producers. You two have penned the script for Grown Ups 2, and, uh, and you're pitching it to us. We're in the office. You've come in. You're money hungry. Uh, you know, you, you guys, you, you understand? Unplug that mic, Josh, and plug it back in. It's, it's doing, there we go. All right. Uh, so, whenever, in your own time, come into the office. Okay. Okay. Have you guys uh, seen Star Wars? I actually haven't. Not re- no. Okay. Well, there's some very there's Star Wars themes yeah. running through this a lot Can of imagery. Okay. First of all, introduce myself. My name is Mr. Yeah. Bat. This is Mr. Montgomery. We're from the studio. It's Sorry, lovely to is, meet you. This is my cousin. Josh, is it? Cousin Di. He's touched. No, no I, yeah, no, but no, I'm so no, excited no, no, about no, this no, film. No, no, yeah, no, 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 you take it away. No, no, you're touched. So he's he's I've brought him along to you know help him see how men talk. Okay. Uh, Josh is so, the one we need. All right. Okay. Uh, Josh, let me uh, let me throw let, it over. Let you. me let me take you back in time. I'm there. I'm throwing. Let's let's harken back thirty years right. to the eighties. Okay. We've got big hair. Yeah. Bright clothes. Oh yeah. And damn fine music. Mm. Now that is part of what we are selling. That's, that's we're, ta- a, we're taking people back. You take your whole, whole family and go, look, children, that's what I was doing. That's a really positive memory for me. Yes, good. So that's really this interesting is, that you've got... You've we've got... This. I've got... Do you guys like black stereotypes? <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, die oh. is that? My wife is African-American. Oh, yeah, well, so there's an African-American So the answer is, yes, I strong love black stereotypes. Very strong they're woman strong characters. They're strong woman characters. Yes. Because so she's got a... Um, the big honky nose and the thing is the kids like get Steve Urkel you like Steve Urkel mm-hmm. love family everyone matters. loves Steve Urkel who doesn't fresh Steve Urkel imagine Steve Urkel and Bobby Brown oh yeah. okay tell and me more 80s. tell me more in the 80s alright well, I need more we've got an experience for you where you can take we've got the big the big four we've got over 25 male we've got under 25 male we've got over 25 female and under 25 female There's, those are our four main demos yeah, that's everybody I guess my main concern at this point in, in mm. the conversation fellas and don't get me wrong I'm very excited by this I love the 80s you know, yes, I, good. Love, I love stereotypes and your family um, is, 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 is there any sort of story to this I mean what's the thrust what's the hook for my yeah, family give us the characters and show well, us the their thrust, journey the thrust is I don't know if you remember a show called Aeroplane it's gags, a movie airplane. It's gags, gags, sure. gags. Yep. Storyline can take a backseat. Mm. We want gags, gags, boobs. Let me make yep. sure I've I've got you right here. Die is it? Mo- it's a family movie day. You can't put boobs in a family movie. You can't concentrate. You can't follow a script while your children are on their phones and your your wife's cooking and you're trying to watch a movie. You can't focus on that. You need. Just a constant. Hey, there's something happening over here. Uh, now there's something happening, and then it, what? I just want to need for make two hours. sure I understand what you're, you're suggesting. This film you've just written is the next airplane. Yes, yes. What I'm also suggesting is some people don't like films; they like wrestling. So we're going to put a champion wrestler in it. 
Who have you got? Who are you thinking? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Finally dies speaking my language. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock. He's all action. He's all buff. He's not comedy. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin's softer side. So you bring in the the harder woman in. You see? The wrestling fans. The woman who like a man with a bit of leather waistcoat about him. We're hitting a lot of. We're, this is very appealing to me. You're hitting a lot of marks that I like. Producer here at Sony. But listen, I've, also, I've, sorry, before yeah. you talk. All right, before you talk, you don't have to pony up all the money. Well, that We've was my next K-Mart. question. Good. They got on board. Those guys are hemorrhaging. Yes. They love spending big. I know. I don't know if they make the drinks, but Rockstar are yeah. on board. Another thing that we found. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Another thing that we found is sorry, that Josh, is it take the floor? Sorry. I'm, another thing that we found is that um, we're not going to have characters that you follow in a movie. We've just got heaps of well-known sort of people that you go, ah, oh, it's the guy. So you can sit down and go, ah, oh, it's the guy from the, so the lady. That's the lady from History of Violence, an amazing film. So we'll she's be, in there. We'll be engaged the whole. Yeah, time. yeah. Then she's doing different things. So Steve Buscemi's guys, in there. What you guys are saying is, hey, let's take plot. Mm. What's that? An open window? Because that's where the plot's going. But we're gonna we're gonna make a movie that's gonna hold the attention of all our key demos under and over twenty five's men, under and only twenty five's women. What yes. you 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 either draw people in with a firm story, or you draw them in with hot deer piss on a dude's face. <laughs> we're well, going the latter. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard anything about this yet. Listen, you're a positively breath of fresh air. Uh, I love where this is at, and I'm, I'm ready to green like this. Hey, How much would you okay. like? Sixty mil, eighty mil. Adam Sandler's oh. on it as well. 80 mil it is I'm sold Good Mr. Montgomery What say you? Yeah this, uh, Guys I'm really excited it's About this project pitch I, I don't see any way This movie could go wrong Sweet uh, uh, This just... concludes The role play Part of the podcast I think we sold it Josh Hey good work We were pretty We were pretty Sort of flexible Sort of morally yeah. And financially I, You definitely swung <laughs> You swung from no No to definitely yes no, listen, You're right though I, there, is, there is no story whatsoever I, I wanna, have no idea what happened I want to drill into this Josh So like Dr- Drill into it Tell me Take me along As the movie went on Where you were at emotionally And kind of intellectually So there's we, a, we open a, on a deer There's a deer I mean the deer I don't know if you guys Have ra- raised deer with your own hands, what I have, I've we've had deer on the farm. It's a very dangerous animal, very dangerous animal. Um, I don't know how I got up the stairs, but they are very, very strong. So maybe, maybe a deer got up the stairs. Yes, great. What you don't do is get, the deer comes down the stairs. You don't take your entire family behind a very dangerous deer in a big house because it's dangerous to your children. Well, you're not wrong. Right. So, so you were saying that grown-ups too should not be a how-to guide for parenting, is what you're suggesting. No, it's got very horrible bits. And then he broke his kid's leg. Yeah, man. It hey, but let me upset. tell you, as someone who's brought up deer, because I've always wondered about the physics of this and the biology. Go on. Could that deer run up and or down stairs with yeah, the I way that so. their knees are so. configured? Is that, so. Does that stack up? The staircase yes. is too small for a deer. Well, that's true. Mm. Also, I reckon on that lot, they bought far too much blue paint. And then had to do gags with it. It was splashed around, eh? One, what, what a, I found that they pulled the gags off amazingly. They filled a car half with blue paint. Yeah. None yeah. of it's leaking out. The dude, 
doesn't choose right. like I reckon if I went up to my car mm. before I opened the door I'd know that it was half full of blue paint he's driven there with it in hasn't <laughs> he yeah and then he opens the door and it all comes out I never thought about that guy did you ever consider that the dude's driving around in his car with no, the blue he might paint have, he might have you know he might have had to walk home the night before he did a stressful day at the office he drank some no no he went into the office and the kids filled it up in the car park but, uh, well, the other oh th- that's right because he walked up to it because it's it's after school no, it's not. It's the beginning of school. Huh, okay. Yeah, it's the beginning. And then he gets... Uh, no, he gets blue-painted at the end of the day, eh? Yeah, when he's doing uh. the, the announcement over the PA. Now, I pulled the old prank at school. Taking a keg of blue paint into the principal's ceiling and removing the asbestos square quietly enough to pour it perfectly over him and him going, Ah! Every year! Every year, I thought, I, why doesn't he get those troublemakers? Why doesn't he seal the ceiling? Yes, because that would that would really ruin every year. I mean, and the ridiculous thing is that he's actually wearing. You will have heard his favourite shirt. He wears his favourite shirt on that on that Since last. He was twelve. And if he's known that every year they're going to pour blue paint on him, why would you wear your favourite shirt on the one day? Listen, we got to wrap up this. How part, does it get it, clean? We, we've got some transportation to catch. Oh, I just want okay. to. Sorry, how, how come he's got a dry shirt after he's been pissed on with a deer? I've got to say, yeah. you two dudes both noticed that, and I have. To, did you even notice that before? Guy in the forty-five previous times. It hadn't occurred to me to think about it. Where's the deer piss gone, bruh? It's, it's all not. over his face. Adam and Sam sh- is working his tail off to get that deer out of the house. His energy and sort of the, the rate at which his brain and heart are going yeah. have sort of, they've, they've heated him up to the point that any clothes that were wet on him sort of 10 seconds prior mm. are now dry. I reckon he did. He scotched guarded his T-shirts. I've always thought about no, but doing there, that. You see them. That's a capital <laughs> idea, by the way. Capital <laughs> idea. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But he didn't do it because they're definitely wet. You see, anyway, yeah, anyway. Look, you sidetracked me, bro. Uh, yeah. So where do we want to go to next, guy? What's our, our uh, first destination? I'd ask Josh and Di if you could please get aboard the bus. You on the bus? Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm on the bus. On the bus. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit stressed out because who's driving? <laughs> Party time! It's Paddy Schwartz party time! It's Paddy Schwartz! He's riding around your house on a children's tricycle! It's Paddy Schwartz party time! He's opening up the drawers! He's rolling through your pots and pans! Paddy Schwartz party time! He's putting tin foil in the microwave! Paddy! Don't put tin foil in the microwave! Dahin with Josh Thompson. Thanks again for joining us today. And Thank you. in this movie, you may have noticed one of the co-stars is Patrick Schwarzenegger's son, who goes by no, Patrick Shriver right now. As far as we know, Patrick Schwarzenegger doesn't have a son. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's oh, son. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Patrick. I beg your pardon. Yeah. No, fair what? point. Uh, so what we like to do every week is, is, is find our favourite part of Patrick Schwarzenegger's performance. Do you guys remember him being in the film at all? I'm thinking I remember out? Graffiti Cliff. It was he around the Graffiti Cliff, eh? Hey? He was he in that scene. His, his at the quarry. Spice yeah. Suicide 35. And he gets, out, he gets out with the jocks. Yeah, he was wearing a baby blue singlet with yeah. yellow trim. And he was the beautiful man. He is beautiful. He was beautiful. He had lips, yeah. like the thing is, I noticed Salma Hayek started the movie off with very crusty crusts, the like, crusty lips, like they needed some lip balm. And mm. pa- Patrick Schwartz gets out of the car. He's been cruising 
in his 5.0 with his dudes <laughs> all day and his lips Amazing. are beautiful. Like they're You are nice. right about that, bro. I've noticed Paddy Schwartz's lips before. They're they're kind of majestic. They're like two tiny Cheerios, you know, that have been cooked oh, just yeah. to the right tautness. <laughs> like, just before the skin's going to break, Yeah, eh? Right to the maximum. Saying, and at the beginning of the movie, Selma's Cheerios have been on the boil for a little too long. <laughs> Selma Hayek's They're Cheerios, bursting out of the skin, man. They got left out. That's how I feel about her lips. They didn't, because otherwise you would see weird shit I going on. Yeah, the reason why I think this is featured so much for me is I feel everyone in this movie is overly made up. Like, the costume and hair and makeup has gone to town. We're talking about how it's so well lit. You can see the makeup on everyone. You noticed it was really well lit really early on, which I appreciate. Because you guys haven't heard the podcast, have you? No. You've watched the movie, you haven't heard the podcast. I'm I'm excited that we've all noticed it's a beautifully lit movie, but what I'm going to need from either one or both of you is the highlight of your Patrick Schwarzenegger experience. The lips count. I mean, uh, yeah, the I think the second time he's on, he's on. He, everyone's sort of jockish, but he is like a gazelle, a beautiful, lithe gazelle well, with know, a high school body just glistening through. You know, what that'll be die is, is he's been known to work out on the rig down at uh, Gold's Gym on uh, on really? Beach. Yeah. I'm bet. I, 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 the one thing I was thinking is I feel sorry for the woman he makes love to because. You know, he'd be like he'd be like a ball of twine, but that's wrapped in a beanbag. If Tell that me. makes any sense, like a Not sexy yet, beanbag. Run me through that. Well, like the thing is, he'd be cuddly, but the once he tensed, he's not, he'd be a ball. He's nowhere of near like his father. No, no, no! A but he's lying. He's wrapped around a beanbag. <laughs> he's kind of he's sinewy but hot. But it was kind of effeminate. Like he kind of just looked dreamy. Yeah, dream like no, yeah, like a John Stamos dream. It didn't, didn't strike me as a as a very aggressively man. No, he he hadn't quite come into his own because when this movie was shot, he was twenty and he's very pretty in the movie. Right, right. You, yeah. You've 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 seen the lips and the yeah. eyelashes are huge. But I tell you what, me and Guy both follow him on Twitter um, right. at Patrick whatever. Well, but more importantly, at Blaze Pizza. Yeah, he's a good guy. Right, and he's he's he's, he's and pizza. He's looking really? more masculine now. He's got a beard. Yeah, he's got what the what he what he what he's what there's this great pizza joint on Venice Beach, guys. I gotta say, if you're ever in Venice, if you're in LA, you find yourself hungry, you're hungry, but you're also in a rush, you gotta get to a job interview, all right? Quickly, yeah, you got yeah, the right. big job interview because you, mm. you need to make rent, or you and your family, you're gonna get kicked out of your apartment. You got a job interview because you've just penned the greatest movie ever yeah, told, that's right. and you got to meet with these studio execs, you can't miss that bus. you got to meet with Mr. Bat and Mr. Montgomery. You've only got about 180 seconds to get yourself a snack to eat. Now, there's I'm this hungry. little joint called Blaze Pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. What the we're ingredients about, are in hashtag art is anal. In two, in, in two minutes, no, three. just over two minutes, three minutes. You've got to order it, though, Way to go, probably three minutes. 180 seconds I don't mean to derail the podcast I just had to bring that up We are contractually obligated Obviously to bring up right uh, Blaze Pizza Hashtag how do you Blaze uh, They are paying us Out the waz baz uh, For this We are receiving no money From Blaze Pizza But we hope to Back invoice them For all the promo we've done right. At any rate We need to get into Our second destination Which of course is Roll up Roll up for the mystery tour and roll up destination. Roll up for the mystery tour. The Steve Bushimi mystery tour is coming to take you away. Coming to take you away. Take you today. 
The Steve Buscemi Mystery Tour. Uh, now, we tried to forewarn you during the film. I don't know how much of it you absorbed. What do you know about of it? Of what? Uh, so, Steve Buscemi got an injury in the first Grown Ups film, which neither of us have seen yet, and we have to guess uh, what it was. But the injury, the injury was there for one scene. He yeah. did when he was all year boy flavor flavor. Yeah, 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 he yeah. was far because he implied he was injured from the arms down. Uh, what oh, really? Oh, no, it was more like well, doesn't no, he I hold the arms up, arms up like he's a referee I, in football? I something. thought he was being the goalpost. Yeah, no, so did I. But he said, "I'm injured from the arms no, down." See, two, year, two years of this with his arms up in the touching position, and forty only forty percent feeling in his body. So something happened in the first movie. Uh, it's got to be the deer, maybe. Maybe he was wearing a pink bra because they went to a cross-dressing 90s party in the first movie. You're into movie. deep, man. You're this into deep. And, sitting well with and then the deer came madness, and madness, whipped his bra off and nailed him. And then <laughs> so that's what the bra is always on the deer's antler because it's... it's but he got... The, the deer didn't have a bra when we first saw it. And I don't... Uh, Condemn you for not knowing this after one watch. It, it, the deer got it from someone oh, the washing laundry oh. thing, which Adam Sandler and his kids throw at the deer to try and slow it down. I wonder how it was a bizarre defense. Like, I assume there was a few writers. On, do you know how many writers were on it? Do you guys know? Three. Man. I think there were three head writers. I don't know if Adam Sandler was one of those, but he was definitely collaborating. Yeah, yeah, they were all former Saturday Night Live writers. Right. It's a bold move to start with this deer. Thing like swinging yeah, Okay, well, maybe it was just the integrity raping he got from his agent when he was sent the script <laughs> and they said, do it. Who, by who? <laughs> to who? To, to Steve Buscemi. Oh, to Buscemi. And, he went, and since I've read this, I've got no feeling I'm 40% of my body, but I'm here. I'm going with the deer. <laughs> <laughs> I did not follow the, the, Josh, the bit leading up to that. Josh, I felt like you weren't entirely on board with Dyn's theory, although I think it's perfectly plausible and reasonable. No, I wasn't. It doesn't uh, make any sense whatsoever. Well, what do you? Ridiculous. I mean, what do you think caused the injury? Oh, hang on, you say that the deer caused the injury? Yeah, this could work. Where you, where you been, Joshy? <laughs> what are you talking about, Tom? I thought the deer, the guy, the thought the deer and Steve. You were saying deer and Steve were me with the same actor or something at one stage and it didn't make any sense not no he got hit by the deer in the first yeah, how, movie so you're saying Steve Buscemi was wearing a pink bra uh, yeah at, at a dress up party Guess and what, he got nailed by Rob Schneider's not the only one who was in the first movie so was the deer but hang that's on that's what you're suggesting oh, yes. Rob Schneider's in the first movie by the, the bra, way that the doesn't surprise me to be honest <laughs> I met him once I interviewed him for Did 20 you? minutes yeah He's an interesting cat. Oh, he seems interesting. He's very zen, but yeah. he, but in an intense way, which is kind of like something that is at odds with itself. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. I'm very surprised that he isn't in this movie. It screams yeah, Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some people say there was scheduling errors, but we've read maybe there was a because isn't out. Rob Schneider part of Adam Sandler's stable? Like he the Sandlerverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. You look at and you look at the Rob Schneider movies. You look at the Animal, the Hot Chick, Adam Sandler's cameoing in those in the same way Rob Schneider's cameoing. Is he in Deuce Bigelow? I don't know. Adam Sandler. I don't think he is. Hey, it's, it's, it, it, Bigelow, what's your like when you guys watch it with people? Like, I can't imagine what's wrong with you, but like I can't imagine like so. Sometimes I'll have a, a YouTube clip that I'll particularly like, and I'll show someone, and some people will really respond to it really well, and some people won't. So what? Okay, well, parts here's, do you like the best from the movie? And can't wait till you've let us sees a couple of bits. You've led us perfectly into the shining light. The first thing is is that guy and myself don't have attachment to the film in the same way because we're not vouching for it. Do you know what I mean? We've thrown ourselves into this pit where we've got to watch it over and over again. But if you put on a, a YouTube video on your phone, you're like, hey, check this out. This is awesome. You're, you've got investment. You've got stock right, in that. Right, you've got right, skin right. in the game. Sure. We don't have a lot of skin in the game here. Yeah. I'd, you guys don't need to love the I kind the of movie. associate the movie with you guys now. Do you? Yeah. I, it's terrifying. I see. Is that <laughs> what we've become now? Is that our oh, career? <laughs> um, Z-Dog. Z-Dog. You said to say Z-Dog to you. Good memory, die. Good memory. I said, someone write that down. Yeah. Because I want to bring up the Z-Dog thing. Because someone brought it up on the Facebook page. I just want to say, Braden Higgins, uh, 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 David Spade's son, the guy who combs his hair with the switchblade yeah. knife, someone refers to him as Z-Dog once, and there's no explanation leading up to it, or <laughs> after, or any repeat of that name. So I just want to validate your concerns, person who's seen the movie once. I, I, f- I always Silly. feel... I don't know. I... This might be unfair of me, but I always feel like when you know you, you take issue with the fact that they haven't referenced Z Dog earlier in the film. I mean, you know, we could sit here for forty six weeks and, and make complaints very similar uh, in terms of just like just laziness. I don't know what I'm saying. And in a lot of ways, I wonder. What, I wonder what's Z-Dog's what name is it? Zachariah? Brayden. Brayden Higgins. Did you think it was Zachariah? Yes. It's not. Okay, I to be honest, didn't pay the best attention. I um, I wonder how what got cut out of this film, like whether they filmed the whole scene of Higgins trying to work at the soup shop, right? The soup oh, kitchen. Oh, soup kitchen. And then, and then the then um, his son finding out or something because uh, it suddenly gets referenced, and yeah. so many lines in this film are random throwaways that, that then have this huge callback to. I'll, uh, I'll throw over to Guy Montgomery to explain why that wouldn't be the case. Oh, the, Specifically with the soup Vis-a-vis the soup kitchen. Uh, so so when David Spade first meets his son, Braden Higgins, at the train station, uh, you'll both remember he, he sort of becomes afraid because Braden cuts the head off the teddy bear. Yeah. And uh, he tells his son, because he doesn't want to spend the day with him because he's nervous, and you would be. Oh, his yeah. son's just drawn a switchblade. Uh, he says, I'd love to hang out. You've got to go to school because I'm working late at the soup kitchen today. 
And then so Braden and an obvious lie. Is under, yeah, the movies. And that. unbeknownst to us, Braden actually sort of invests a level of trust in that in that line. And then somehow but, finds out. Yeah, well, he finds out because when he's down the quarry, you know, as you would be, it's first day of summer. I mean, everybody swims down the quarry and stand in Connecticut. We know this. Uh, he 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 sees his dad jumping off the cliff. How can you be working at the soup kitchen? Yeah, while see, that's when I'm looking at your knackers yeah. jumping into the pool. Hey, go. I, I'm upset. I don't know if this is a normal thing that people do overseas, but there's a lot of graffiti on that cliff. Yeah, man. Very yeah. Upset. Like Who's, the entire quarry has been spray painted. You're tagging nature. Yeah, it's really weird. Because we don't do that here, eh, Joshy? I don't think so. We don't do it. As I used to hang out in the mongrel mob cave, but out at Piha. <laughs> did you? And there's a lot of not while they were there, like How just did... after they'd left, just to sort of sniff the vibe. Okay. But did... there was there's like yeah, out at Piha, and it's closed off now. It's down the north end of Piha. There's a lot of um, mongrel mob graffiti and so forth in it. Was it the very same... different scene to the one? In the... <laughs> was it the same level of kind of layering and coverage that they had? At no, the, like uh, it didn't quarry? look like a perfect graffiti magazine like that. Yeah. Cliff look. That was I likened like it to textbook. the pink and white terraces. Research mm. them. Yeah, They're Google very that. similar. Google that. Very Dude. different clientele, however. Do you reckon that was art department? Do you reckon they went and painted that? No way. They just that's location. They found that quarry. Surely you reckon? It's a little, a little right. bit from column A, a little bit from column B. Do you think they yeah. added to what an already chalk? existing scenario? Hey, if some, there was someone, they would have said spread it out so it matches this thing because it was too perfect if it was real it would have been all overlapped and there would have been a lot more cock and balls on it to be honest <laughs> a fair <laughs> and biting justification um, for why there's something I mentioned while we were watching this and that was that every scene seems to have talking that phases out then there's a weird gag to get out of the scene yeah you mentioned you articulated something that I've always felt watching the movie but I've never been able to express in words and that's that the people making this film didn't know how to finish they don't know how to end a scene yeah and you're so right that's what it is at the end of every sequence of scene there's an odd little joke that they're trying to launch as a catchphrase or a gag and then you simply move on into the next but they don't they don't use subtext at all because it's like scene say what you need to in the first sentence then gag gag like with the soup kitchen thing the dude comes up with Soup kitchen, my ass, or whatever, tattooed yeah, the, on the his other, arm. The other thing we didn't bring up is that he's a warlock. We don't Why know that. That's a theory I came up with once. I, it, I, it fits. What does it mean? That he's like a demon. Because I posited that he's got quite special powers that he make him a supernatural young. being. He, he looks, looks very young. Very young. Well, yeah, young for a demon who's over 4,000 years mm. old. Certainly. Well, I think they've got some sort of power over time, from my understanding. Yeah. You've been watching Angel. No, no, no. Did you watch Buffy? Were you a Buffy fan, Tom? No. That's my genre I can't handle. Is oh, really? Zombies, vampires, and warlocks and that sort of shit. I loved right, Buffy. Right. And I was quite... I'm talking original run Buffy when it was first on the yeah. telly. Not reruns. So what about I was the movie? right into that. The movie? I saw the movie. It was originally a movie first, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. And it wasn't Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, it was someone else first. Time. But Sarah Michelle Gellar took it and made it her own. Right. With that guy who directed it, who's made yeah. amazing movies. It's, I read Cormac McCarthy's The Road and Cried at the end. We've all got, got stories, so <laughs> we've all got cultural, <laughs> cultural <laughs> touchstones. Patrick Swayze. Uh, just to, to go Schwarzenegger? Yes, Schwarzenegger. Shriver. Shriver. Um, he said something in it, didn't he? Didn't he have two words? Yeah, he says words. There was words. a bit of activity, so I didn't quite... 
What were those words? Okay, so Paddy Schwartz's lines are, yeah, they're shaking, he's so mad. My brother's shaking, he's so mad. He does do that line. Um, wow. When Taylor Lautner says, uh, you've, you've ruined, what is that? You've you ruined, our, ruined our, celebration. our celebration. Look at my hands. They're Pedro. shaking, I'm so and mad. And Patrick Schwartz goes, yeah, my brother's shaking. Uh, and the rest of it, it's a lot of mouth work. I think yeah, the rest yeah, of right, it is yeah. he's just joining in online. So I'm yeah. trying to scan through the rest of the script. Can we revisit Josh's word bumble there? Imagine mm. if Patrick Swayze played <laughs> that part. <laughs> oh, wait. That would, it wouldn't surprise me. So because many because so Looking many at the timeline, cameos. it, it, it would, would have surprised me if Patrick didn't manage. To and, and instead of that weird bass line that comes on when he first has an appearance, it's unchained melody. That starting bit. There's so, so many cameos in it. I wonder. It almost feels. Oh, about you know, it almost actually feels. I'm better now. I'm better. Even though it doesn't reference any cultural things, any pop culture, it feels in the vein of a scary movie type yeah, style yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, like, like a way in send up movie. Yeah, like yeah, it feels yeah. that it is mocking other movies and other cultural cultural That's, touchstones. I, I was never occurred to me that Grown Ups Two was was sort of taking a swing at any other genre or style of film. <laughs> hey, we've got to put a pin on this. There's just there's one one real thing is there's nothing to really follow. Like I didn't I didn't know who was meant to be following. I guess it was Adam Sandler, but then I thought it was the big guy. I don't know, I don't know what happened. What this movie wants you to say, Josh, is what? But what but what did happen? What happened so, to Adam Sandler? His kid wasn't there or something that he woke up to someone's you, boobs. Yeah. What the question you're asking is, I think, so much bigger th- right. than, you, than you realize. And then we have time for. Because re- what what did just happen? No, what exactly, happened? But weekly, every week, what right. just happened, you know? What's the, what, why would you do that? I'm going to throw over to Guy Montgomery for a real quick shining light. Oh, okay. My shining light, very early in the film. Uh, when, when they do a cross from... Uh, the Fader's house to Kevin James' house, the first shot they got in a stabbing shot outside of it before we meet Bean, who's struggling with his math homework. Uh, there's a really cool uh, female extra with wraparound shades. She's wearing a green singlet and blue jeans. Uh, I like to think she wasn't hired for the film. She was actually walking uh, hmm. maybe to the mechanics to pick up her car. And uh, she was just really rocking it right through that shot. You only get to see her for one or two seconds, but she was really... She's really hitting the straps. Wow. Love that. Of uh, for my shining light, which is the part of the movie we legitimately enjoyed this week, because mm. can't just be a non-stop hate fest for fifty-two weeks. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's a, a another extra background extra. It's a male who's in Tanya's first appearance at the ice cream uh, parlor, parlor, and he clearly doesn't know he's in a movie or how to act in a movie. And I really enjoyed the authenticity of that moment. He's just looking around. He doesn't know where to focus in. He doesn't know what's going on. I've got a little that. shining light, a brief one. Is um, there's a guy who it's this gag I know out at we're a holiday. Uh, guys who pull this gag. It's the ice cream guy committing to the all right Hollywood. You've been in your films. <laughs> now you move back here. He knows he hasn't been in any films. He hasn't even been working in the entertainment industry. But he's always whoa there, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa there, California guy. Twenty vice waters. Yeah. That's how you do it in Hollywood. Yeah, it's like wherever you, if you go down south and it's okay, Auckland. 
Oh, filling your gas tank up to full, are you? Did oh, they, did okay, they, Auckland. Did that touch a wee bit of a nerve die as someone yeah. who's who's from the heart and heart is still in the well, heart? Well, actually, it happened from Timaru. I got this in Timaru when I was driving Tom through there. From to yeah, to, yeah, I point it, Tom's Tom from Timaru. I was filling my car up at the petrol station and the guy went, oh, filling it the whole way up. Oh, okay, Auckland. <laughs> like, and it's like, dude, I'm driving the length of the island. I'm filling my car up. <laughs> I love but it. no, it just touched the stone with me that the guy cause you, that that spoke to you. Yeah, and then I lost all credibility for the movie when he was shitting out the ice cream. <laughs> Fair call. <laughs> so Dickie's your highlight, Josh. Fuck, you don't have to have one. No, oh, but I really laughed at a whole bunch of things. I can't remember what they were. Well, I'll tell you what you laughed at, and this yeah. is the same for Tom Curry. You loved Kid Dynamite. When yeah, he said, man. Oh, that's cold. Yeah, I was imagining that I was that age and I could have um, auditioned for it and you know, <laughs> I, I could have been that kid from, from growing up too, that little fuzzy head kid. Hey, as a parent, yeah. I found I never used to find a character like that funny, yet I find it a lot funnier now that I have Dad humour, maybe age. that's what we're missing, bro. So this, this is what I find weird. Dad humour, I'm actually, under, I'm not fully <sighs> into it, but I'm understanding it now. <sighs> is this movie for you? It's getting close, It's getting man. close to me for you. It's getting it close. Is, it's for you. It's for new dads. <laughs> all right. It's for new dads. It's yeah. got boobs. Seems like boobs. a perfect no, place to put a bow on it. No, but they do. They play on, on all, the, all the things of, oh, you never go out anymore. You're only... Because it's true, man. Yeah, you're right. Like, you end up... The, you're drinking at kids' parties with people... With other dudes you hardly even know. You're a grown Tune into episode 47 where Guy Montgomery and Tim Bat get some women pregnant to appreciate the movie a little bit more. This has been fabulous having you guys on. Josh Thompson and Di Henwood, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. I really like the movie. Guy, anything you want to close out on? Uh, you, just, you, you guys just got to go out there and live every moment. Love every day. We'll catch you next week. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.